Guys, thanks for listening to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. I also want to thank the following sponsors for their support of this podcast. Without them, this podcast would not be possible. I want to thank the Go Hunt Insider, uh, Lorenzo Sartini and his crew over at Go Hunt. They have created the Insider, which is an amazing tool for you guys that are researching all these different western states and looking for which units to apply for and put in for. Uh, They also have the Go Hunt maps, the Go Hunt gear shop. Uh, Right now go to GoHunt.com, click sign up for the Insider, Uh, use the J. Scott promo code, you're going to get a $50 Go Hunt gear shop gift card just for signing up. GoHunt's been with me since the beginning of 2015. When I started this podcast, they've been a very loyal title sponsor of this podcast. I want to thank them for their support. Make sure to go and sign up for the GoHunt Insider. Use the J. Scott promo code. Guys, I also want to thank Kuyu Ultralight Hunting. That's K-U-I-U.com. Kuyu Ultralight Hunting is a direct-to-consumer uh, brand that sells the best ultralight hunting equipment and gear on the market today. Uh, you can go to K-U-I-U.com, Kuyu.com, and order directly there on their website. I also want to thank Phonescope.com, Cheston, the guys over at Phonescope. Go to phonescope.com. Anything you order there, use the JScott23 promo code and you're going to get a 10% discount there at Phonescope. I also want to thank Lathrop & Sons, their custom boot system and custom footbed manufacturer. Uh, these guys are the boot doctors, the boot gurus. Um, they're very, very helpful. They know a lot about boots. Uh, I have switched this season to the Lathrop & Sons Encompass boot. Uh, that's what I've worn primarily on my coos deer and mule deer hunts in Mexico. And then I use the Mountain Hunter uh, for my sheep hunts, uh, specifically desert sheep uh, in any of that uh more technical terrain. Uh, Lathrop and Sons has a phenomenal 3D mapping imprints and, and tracing kit. Uh, they make custom orthotics, uh, just really, really comfortable, uh, very user-friendly boots and custom insoles. Uh, go to lathropandsons.com to find out more information. You can also check out Lathrop and Sons on Instagram. They have three custom boot options, the Mountain Hunter, the Mountain Hunter Elite, and the Mountain Hunter Encompass, as well as the High Country Synergy Footbeds Custom. Uh, They also make all of these custom footbeds in wide and super wide, as well as the boots, which is rare for a boot manufacturer. Reach out to the owners, Stephen and James at Lathrop & Sons at 618-544-8782. That's lathropandsons.com. Guys, I want to thank you for supporting this podcast. Love to hear your feedback. Uh, Any questions you might have, you can reach out at jscottoutdoors at gmail.com. That's my email address. You can follow along on Instagram at jscottoutdoors. Always feel free to send me a direct message. Love hearing from you guys. And let's get right to these episodes. Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. Today, I've got my friends Stephen and James Lathrop of Lathrop & Sons Boot Company on the phone. Guys, how you doing? 
Doing great. How are you doing today? Good. I'm excited to get you guys on the phone. Um, we've been doing some Q&As, and I put some questions out there to the Instagram followers. Uh, I know you guys did as well on your page. You do such a good job on your Instagram page and your social media stuff. Um, we've got quite a bit of ground to cover here I'm sure with a bunch of questions uh, but before we get into that um, how are things going for the summer for you guys um, how are the calls going and and you know talking with customers I know we've got sheep hunts up north um, you know coming up here uh, next month in July and and we've got Alaska and a bunch of different stuff here kicking off how's it going how's the summer treating you Jenny, it's Stephen, and I appreciate you having us on, too. Our summer's been excellent. Uh, James and I have been working some ground and getting some food plots in and just helping lots of people with boot fit. I mean, I can't. James has said it before. We are problem solvers. Like, we love to help people achieve goals. And, I mean, we walk in here in the morning, and a lot of times we get in here at 7.30 and start rifling through emails. And our inbox is full uh, on our voicemail, but we go through systematically, and we try. It's not possible every day, but when we walk out of here, we've emptied it, and we're ready to start over. And we spend the day talking to people that are just as passionate about the outdoors, adventure is what James and I are and really love helping those guys get their fit right for upcoming trips so we're lucky guys yeah you know I think that's what sets you guys one of the things that sets you guys apart from a lot of the others is that you guys are um, you know in the trenches every day with the customers talking about issues problems trying to fix those problems trying to bring solutions to the table um, and I know you guys did that with me, and I've really been enjoying my Encompass and my Mountain Hunter boots. Um, guys, we have a bunch of questions here that I'd like to go through, um, and I try and get as many in in this podcast as we can because I know listeners get a lot of value. Um, you know, and for every question that comes in, I know there's a bunch of people that have you know the same or similar questions. So let's just dive in. Uh, first sure. question, uh, why do hunters think that they need more arch support in their boots? Well, that's a really good one. And I would tell you this. The most overlooked, a person is sent out to buy a different set of boots and they really that pair of boots on the boot is actually lacking torsional stability and that torsional stability is the stiffness from the heel to the toe of the boot so the person gets in a in a side healing scenario or a climbing scenario and that boot is flexing and twisting right and when they think about this You've heard of the her word arch support and all this stuff. So the first thing they do is they think they need to throw an arch support into the boot. Um, when do you know if they'd have called and spoke with somebody about what the, the platform really should be for what they're doing, they probably wouldn't require that kind of stiffness or stability. So 
you know, I would say uh, selecting that right torsional, you know, torsionally stable boot um, <clears throat> is probably right up at the top. And, and you know, if they do, if they don't buy that torsionally stable boot, I think part of the reason a guy wants to put that arch support in or an orthotic into that boot, a rigid orthotic, <clears throat> is because when they put that stiff orthotic and like into the boot, a small flexible boot, like you hear some guys using, putting a band-aid on. It's really, you didn't get the foundation. What do you think? I think the biggest reason people need to do that, or they think they need to do that, is because they've probably experienced some difficulties with their feet while they're doing that activity. And so naturally, We've been trained over the course of your lifetime, arch supports, arch supports. I mean, you see, you walk through a pharmacy at Walmart or CVS or Walgreens, and there's sections that have arch support, heel lifts all over the place. And the reality is, is they wonder why. Can this help me? Can I go ahead and do something to make my backpacking mountaineering boots uh, feel a little bit more comfortable? As we all know, they actually are pretty hard on the inside. That's the shank. And most insoles that come within these boots really aren't the greatest. They're kind of hard. They don't really offer. If they offer some shock absorption, it doesn't last very long. Does that make sense? In other words, over time after wearing them and, and, and beating your foot down over and over and over, the, the shock absor absorption feature goes away very quickly. It goes away. It goes away big time. And it really, <laughs> it doesn't really take a long, long period of time for that to go away. So naturally, what is a guy going to think or a gal think? Well, they need to put something in there that's designed to help with that. So I think that's probably the, the reason. Like they, they're, they're experiencing something there. Yeah. So how do you guys counter, counterbalance that when, I'm sure that's a question that you get a lot, what is your answer to basically the, you know, how do you fight that? Because I'm sure that's a stigma that you get, a question that you get. What do you guys do that makes it different? Well, for me, I'm on a phone. Guy asked me about the, you know, What's the possibility? Why, why is my foot bothering me? Do I need more uh, orthotic? Do I need more arch support? A lot of times what I'll do is kind of run down through them, you know, and we'll probably talk a lot about this later on, but uh, toe spring and heel heights, position of the foot inside of that boot. Um, if, if I can see, or Obviously, I can't see, but if I can understand through a phone conversation with an individual that clearly they're wearing the wrong size uh, boot as far as length goes, an example of that is somebody that thinks that they wear a, a good size is they're a quarter of an inch from the end of the toe to the end of the boot. That's a red flag to me that there's a, a large chance that the heel to measurement in that boot for that person is off. And that can uh, add to a lot of foot fatigue that that person is trying to overcome. Does that make sense? Yeah, so in other words, an incorrect boot size that they've thought 
their whole life, oh, I'm an 11, but it turns out, do you find that most people wear boots that are too small or too big? Uh, personally, and, and let me just say this, going through and, and doing all the consults and the quick fits that we do, and we can explain a lot of that later on, but going through these things, um, I'm, I'm recognizing, I probably was hearing it more and more, uh, early on, but now I'm recognizing that people are wearing their boots just like they would a pair of tennis shoes. And it's a pair of tennis shoes is something that is uh, soft in nature. And so you can get away wearing something that's not correct as far as sizing goes. But when you wear a stiffer type of foot gear, it's going to show the ugliness of what's going on. And so in my own mind, I'm recognizing that there are more and more ill-fit here, wrong size, and biomechanical problems that people experience uh, that they didn't really realize they had. Um, Makes sense. Okay, question two. Um, we hear you talk about boot performance gain can you explain to me what you mean exactly? So, performance gain, I mean, we all want performance, right? I, I, I rattle this off and, and it makes perfect sense because <clears throat> I'm trying to stay physically fit at my age. I'm trying to exercise, eat healthier, and do some weight training. All right, what good does it do if I'm training for a hunt, strengthening my legs, and then I'm putting myself in a platform that's soft and squishy or has too much flexibility? And I'll give you an analogy, and I think it will make sense to you. Jay, if we were going to race a 50-yard dash, and you and I lined up on that line, and the lane that you were in was soft sand, like a beach, mm -hmm. and I all-weather track, and the gun went off, I would venture to believe I have no idea what you can run a 50 yard dash in. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know what I can run it in. But I'm saying to you, my guess is, you're a very competitive soul, and you and you may beat me, but I guarantee you are losing some of the energy that you're putting through your lower extremity, your legs, to your feet to propel forward. Make sure. sense? Sure. Okay. So, Stephen, on the other hand, is on an all-weather track. So I'm not sinking. I'm not losing that energy that I'm providing. You're not at a disadvantage. That's right. That's right. And... How does this whole concept work? Well, the way that we feel it works is to, com to combat this, we utilize a technical footwear, technical footwear, performance footwear. This is footwear that has um, denser outsole, uh, harder outsole, a midsole that has rock to propel you forward, a full-length nylon shank that is actually coated with uh, fiberglass to resist collapse under load. But the key to this whole performance game is, all your listeners out there go, well, hell, I can't wear 
um, technical footwear. The last time I wore technical footwear, it tore my feet apart. I couldn't walk in it. Well, there's a reason you couldn't. And I recently had a conversation with a gentleman that had an array of boots, and they were all performance footgear that all the top guys told him he needed, and they tore him and ruined hunts for him. The, the key with this is you can wear technical footwear if the people designing the footwear understand what you're going to be utilizing it for. You see, we understand you're going to park at a trailhead in some instances and hike in. We understand that you're also going to ride horseback in and then head out from there. You know, most backcountry hunters or sheep hunters, they're not putting their perch shoes on and walking, oh, there's a mountain, now we put on a mountain. It's like, we get it. So what we've really tried to do is the concept of a backpacking trekking boot. You want, um, you want more toe spring and rock in it. You want that fluidness that James was referring to about getting the arch right. But to get the technical aspect in the performance gained, you gotta have the rock and you gotta have the technical features and the components that you get the forward propulsion. And that's really what it's all about. Is that why some of the tech, I've worn some very technical, what I would call very technical stiff boots, and they almost feel like a ski boot when you're wearing, right. and when you go to walk on flat ground, yeah. you feel like you're wearing ski boots and you can't, you can't wow. hardly go forward. You almost have to kind of duck waddle. Your 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 it feels like my heel and my toe are not working together. That they're almost like a club foot, if that makes that, sense. It's really more the boot isn't working with your foot so, and your lower leg. Okay, so it feels like that. I agree, but they're not adjoined in the synergy. We use synergy a lot. We've got a footbed that's named that. It, but they're not working that well. You know, they're not working together, the boot, and that's just not exactly the same. So, you know, while we're on this, I, I want to jump down this. It's a little bit of biomechanics, but I think some of these listeners, this is really another way for some to identify if they have their boots and it's just way too technical for them based on their foot type. And they, they ought to think about this so jay you talk about putting on a technical boot and walking out and getting the ski boot feel or that thunk thunk that's what it does it slams the ball in your foot down and then the ball the foot hits and you cannot rotate off the front of the boot so what we do as human beings to get off the front of the boot and what i mean by this is when the boot is just resting on the ground at 12 o'clock when it forwards, the distance between the tip of the boot and the surface it's resting on in a lot of these boots, or a lot of these technical boots, there's very little distance. And it's because it's a technical climbing boot. They're wanting that flat so that you can shove that into a crevice and get a toehold. And that toehold allows you to be stable while you're trying to exert that energy through the extremity to propel you upwards. I get that. I believe it. I love it. But the problem is, as mountain hunters, we're doing that 40% of us uh, out of 
climbing that vertical. So what are we doing the rest of the time while we're hitting plateaus, more mellow and rolling terrain? The way that these people can identify whether they may have made the wrong selection on some routes, they watch themselves walk or can visualize somebody else walking with them. You'll see someone in too technical a boot will say their right foot, as an example, would be pointed at about 2 o'clock. Their left foot would be pointed over at 11 o'clock. And that is so that they can rotate forward with the boot because that's the only way they can get off of the front of the boot. And it is also the only way they can propel forward and not feel this excessive pressure in the heel area or this excessive slipping that takes place. So. Makes perfect sense. And that's one thing that I really like about you guys' boots is I can't believe how comfortable they are. So they have the the technical quality, but comfort. Do you guys get a lot of people reporting how comfortable the boot is? Because that was, it. I mean, it really yeah. struck me when I started wearing these boots is, is the comfort factor. We, 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 do, we do. You know what? It, it, and it really feels good because when you start doing something like this, it takes a lot of know-how and understanding and there's some biomechanics and there's some Kentucky loadage and offloading and padding and, and yes our medical our 30 years of medical training got spilled into all this stuff but, but the same of us putting on a boot and going on a hike and Henry James goes god this hurt or that hurt or I said you know maybe we can do this different what I was going to tell you this was a, a really he's become a great friend of ours and he was going on a spring bear hunt and this was the first time that I really started realizing James and I were unlocking this. And he said, I went on a bear hunt and we had the truck loaded down. And I had my buddy with me and I had my light ropes up in the corner of the truck bed. It was the first thing that went in, right? And you know how loading a truck is, it gets packed. And then you pull up to the trailhead to go in, and you're all gung-ho. It's in the evening. you got about four hours of daylight left. So you're all jacked up. You grab your step. Come on, let's go for a two-hour hike up the road. Let's check it out. Well, he grabbed his backup boots. He didn't grab our boots. Openly told me this. Walked in two miles, two miles ended up being a little farther, and then they decided it was time to come back, and by the time he got back, it was in his first inning, he had wrecked his feet, like totally wrecked his feet. And he said, I knew I just ruined my hunt. I put my late boots on, and the strangest thing took place. And I don't know what you've done, but this is what happened, guys. I put the boots on, ex fully expecting this to be absolutely painful. I didn't have any pain. I didn't feel any peak pressures on an open blister in your boot the next morning before daylight. In fact, as I wore the boot every day, the blisters began to dry up and heal because there wasn't any pressure. Now, might sound far-fetched, but you just heard James said the, the way that we offload the padding, the anatomical position of the padding based on how a human being's foot's shaped. And yeah, that's what we do. And it, and it puts a smile on our face because there's a real need for it. 
Well, and we've we, we evolved our, our brand, too. I mean, <clears throat> the first that we had was not is not what we're doing right now. Uh, we like we, every, every, every any professional is always trying to keep striving to make something better. And if well, you're, if you're not, you're dead. You're right. We it's, it's with anything. Our our father was very passionate about that. I mean, this is a guy that just retired last year and he's 81 today I mean, it's just evolving and evolving and better and better and and just doing it right so yeah it, it was a great moment when you start hearing this from people yeah. and we're starting more and more and more and more good cool there's another question why do most customers purchase the high country synergy footbeds to make their boots feel more comfortable. That's the short end answer. I mean, if there well, isn't... Let me ask you first. Tell us what the High Country Synergy footbeds are. It's an aftermarket footbed that we produce here in our shop that's designed to offload shearing, which is pressure and movement. That's shearing. That causes peak pressure and the balls, the heels. It's designed to act very much like the natural fat pad on the foot. There actually isn't a, another material that I am aware of that has the ability to absorb that shock and shear as well as what this and, is. And, and really shut down rebound, which and rebound, yes. they, that kathunk, 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 Rebound is just as much of a break your foot down, break your body down. I mean, talk to guys that are riding dirt bikes where they're getting that massive vibration and forearm pump and the rest of it from that, you know, the, the, the jumps and the, and the whoops and stuff. Your foot, every time you're, you're coming down at, at, at um, heel strike, you've got an incredible amount of pressure that's hitting there. And this material decelerates. And then when it tries to rebound, really slow down, just like a motorbike suspension. And, really. it, and it actually does address some of the the tightness in the back of the leg. It helps uh, support around the navicular and cuboid region of the foot. It's a great insert to go down inside of a boot that replaces the factory insole. It does, and it does. I mean, we sell thousands, they, and they work. They, Jay, they, and we've got they, some other things. I'm not going to jump into they, it. They, they, people that are using them. They, but they, they, yes. Well, I mean, we, we can talk about it. We we had opportunities to deal in the in the professional industry. I mean, NFL teams. We work with motocross riders. I mean, top freaking level big-time athletes utilizing this technology, and it works. It works because there were three guys, four guys, that master helped originally mastermind these molds. And we aligned ourselves with top engineering firms to create the molds, and we're constantly evolving the molding process, the whole nine yards. And, and what really drives these changes, this is the most important thing. The human foot the human foot and solving problems 
not making it cheaper. Solving the problem. Exactly. And you, you bring up, why would you ever want, you know, why would somebody want to do that? James is right. Pain, number one. Guys, you got a pair of boots, and eh, I don't know if I need a new set of boots this year, but God, that's really tore the heck out of my feet. Get a hold of Lathers. Buy a set. I taught, bought a set off of James. Get a hold of James. Buy a set of Synergy foot beds for him. Give, the, give, him, give him a shot. You really like Well, the truth be told on some of this stuff. I want everyone to enjoy High Country Synergy. But the fact of the matter is, if the boot was never right to begin with, if you selected it, or if you wore it to the point that the entire midsole in that shoe was concave, now it's not flat, when you slip it in, yes, it's going to... James and I debated this a little bit before we had a talk in a similar situation, that if the midsole kind of gets flattened out, like... You ever had a, a pair of shoes you really loved and you put your hand down in it and you felt it and it felt like it was packed down under the ball like it was cupped? Yep. That's a sign of just excessive use. It's excessive use. You've not really given that midsole a chance to rebound. Then you call Stephen and James and you want to put a synergy in that. And we go ahead and do it. Well, you lose some of the effectiveness. And this is the professional side of me coming out. You drop that footbed down inside that shoe, and now what that insole material is doing is it's filling the void that you've compressed, so you're really not getting all of the effectiveness pushing up into the foot, if that makes sense. So, How much of your comfort, because you know I talk to people all the time, and comfort is the word that comes back. How mm -hmm. much of it is the Synergy footbeds, and how much is it is it the custom boot? If you That's if it. you had to if you had to say, and I'm sure it's different for different no, people. I, 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 I've actually I I love them. I I've sat and debated with Thank my you. dad. We had three practices at one time, and driving back and forth to Matt Tune, it's hour and fifteen minutes one way. And so there's a lot of, a lot, there's a lot of conversations about the foot and ankle and the cases that we were seeing. And, you know, I'm, I don't want to say, I, I really feel like the boots are a huge, huge part of it. They have to be. They have to be. They're more than 60, 70%. It's a tool, though. It is. It's a tool. Every bit of this. And, but, you still have to have something in there to interact intrinsically with that foot. Even in like our basic Synergy Fitbit, it has a little extra heel height to it. It has the bat wings to help support around the navicular and cuboid. The boots and the insert working together gives you that, that correct fit and feel. But if you really, Stephen alluded to a little bit of just a second ago, if you have one without the other, yeah, you can see some. You can get you can, you can you can feel better, but you really aren't going to get the full deal, you know. And and so I think if I if I were this is the one way that I would look at this. What's a percentage? I the percentage. Percentage. I'm going to tell you right now. Ninety percent of it is custom boot system because that gives me the ability to put my experience and my noggin to work and select the right tool for the person. 
that it, it is about selecting the right tool for it because when you sit down and you start analyzing somebody's foot and the design and you start listening to some of the problems that they've had you quickly kind of step back and go whoa okay he's been wearing this why is this doing this he's been wearing this why is it doing this I, I give you an example I just did this consult last night for a gentleman he has worked on concrete most of his adult life chronic ankle instability his boot size is a 12 40 width he was buying 40 width in a size 10 and a half now i listen to this can you imagine this this guy's got a massive foot i'm listening to this and the more i'm listening to this why is this taking place <laughs> experience it's knowing when to pull the right wrench out and use it and it and it finally dawned on me this gentleman's buying these in the ten and a half because he wants them fitting so tight on it that that tight fit makes him feel secure and his ankle doesn't feel like it's going to roll as much he can get away with it in an athletic shoe because it's soft and accommodative and flexible so you know to really to really get massive amounts of gain with a custom synergy orthotic or a high country synergy off the shelf in foot bag i got i gotta go with the custom because i get to know the person i identify and i think my results are going to be that much better versus taking a high country synergy out of our production room putting in a box of mail and not knowing exactly what that customer is going to wear it in and what is the condition of the footwear that he's wearing it in so my toolkit i pulled the i pulled the custom i think if i can go that route if somebody's willing to invest in and give me the time to help them i can give them a better outcome because i get to intimately understand what that person's going to do that's what I say. What do you say? Well, the question was about the question somebody was, else around a synergy footbed. Footbed. What is what you must effectiveness? I I just got mine. I I think that you gotta have the right boot for the insert to work. You do. Okay, next, next question. I have a closet full of boots and nothing fit. How can Lathrop & Sons help ensure I'm purchasing the right boots and size? Well, I would say this. It's, it's, do you think like, that's directed for a customer or is that for more of a quick fit? No, I think it's probably, I think, you know, somebody, there's two, but you could go the customer route, but you can go the quick fit. What I would say is that someone that has just repeatedly bought cust or bought boots off the shelf and they're still having they're still having fit issues, Jay, they probably need to be looking at a custom boot system. Okay? If you just keep buying boots, what is it the definition of insanity? I mean four hundred, five hundred dollar pair and you got a new so pair every year. Something different. Yeah, you might want to try something different, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so so you got a closet full of boots. I mean, to to go through the custom boot system process, you purchase the mapping kit and and get that into us, and 
I, I think that's probably the best takeaway is you got too many boots and you're spending all, you're wasting a lot of money and you're not getting where you need to go in order to solve the problem. And, and we go back to, to us on the phone. Why would you not pick up the phone if you got two owners of a company with the extensive that's training? That's what I have to just call us and talk. That's, that's what I was going to say. And let us help decide for you. You have, we're not trying to talk over each other, but you've got all those boots. You're still having problems. You know, that individual can pick up the phone and talk to one of us, and we can sit down and try to evaluate to some degree of accuracy, pretty good degree of accuracy, you know, reel some things out. What's going on that might need to be addressed here? And then counsel them in that direction. And last but not least, I don't know what you think about this, but who doesn't like to save a $500 bill? I think that the way as, as efficient as we run this outfit and the experience we have, we can actually save these people money. In other words, get a boot that fits them right, and then they don't have to buy a new pair of boots every year. Just get a good Ever. pair of boots that last for several years that Ever. really fit their feet, and you're saving the $500 every year because people Ever. are struggling. Absolutely. And you got a pro, and you got a couple of pros, and you're in on speed dial to pick up the phone if something goes south. You don't have. I'm not trying to dog on anybody. You got to do the best you can, but you want to you want to go through five different buttons to get to the right person on the phone, or do you want to hit extension? You know what my extension is? One oh one. Hit it. It'll come to me, and I'll call you back. What's yours? One oh two. James is one oh two. Someone won an arm wrestling match there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I think. I think the key is what you're saying is to be able to call someone on the phone and, and help and fix problems with, you know, professional expertise that's, you know, many, many years of, of service to be able to handle these problems. Because let's face it, people call you with issues, you've heard it before, and you know how to fix it. Not saying that their issue isn't, you know, uh, directly related to specifically their issue, but you hear these types of issues and you know where you can help people and i think that i, I think that's um you know a, a special thing the next question says it kind of ties into this my feet hurt at the end of the day can your fitting service also help with my daily work shoes sure you know absolutely absolutely and, and when we go through the process with people not only do we talk about boots and solving those issues that we help examine what their their day-to-day footgear is, whether it be for training or just completely day-to-day footgear, and make sure that they are wearing something that's appropriate for them so that they can be successful. It's kind of like this. If you wear 90% of the time something that's not right day in and day out, how can you get the full benefit out of, out of wearing something that is in a hunting situation, perfect for you. You're, the 90% is going to hinder that 10% to some degree. So, and we learned this, our dad even said to us, you know, you guys need to make sure, just like you do here in the office, you need to make sure they are still understanding that their day-to-day foot gear is important so that they can have that 
protection. How often do you see people not put the time into what they're wearing daily and they it creates issues over time how often do you see that as opposed to people that's you know daily feet and footwear are fine but then they have issues when they put on hunting boots would you say that the majority of the issues are because they're wearing incorrect footgear for their every day the wrong size is a big one um a lot of times they wear that wrong size and they kind of they're not having too many issues with that because of the flexibility but once they get into that higher end caliber boot in the wrong size they're having some issues there because um, it's a sturdier more performance fitting boot um but yeah i mean we see we hear of it all the time i mean Podiatrists wouldn't be in business if you know. And, and <laughs> so hey, that was this, this, done all this, the time. Is a, this is a very important takeaway on this whole topic here. Today, a lot of these individuals are standing on their feet eight to ten hours a day wearing work shoes that are paid for by a company. And guess what? Well, they get the cheapies. They get the cheapies as they don't their pocket jay so they get a hundred dollar allowance and i get it save the money but then their feet are hurting and this is what this is where we have to have this the talk with these clients then they then they decide they're gonna sit down and invest in their feet for their mountain hunting boots and be serious like all these you know big name hunters well guess what then we get to have a talk with them and say hang on a minute I think some of your goals and objectives are a little unrealistic based on some of your past history and fitment and underlying issues. So what sense does it make to spend 80% of your time, 8 to 10 hours, 12 hours a day on concrete wearing horrible shoes, tearing your feet up, and then you're going to throw on a pair of our boots with our freaking name on it and judge our fitting because you don't take care of your feet. So it needs to be a seamless transition from one to the other it should be and we're able to help people with that guys how many years did you spend in podiatry and orthotic clinics well you know we talked about this earlier today just a few minutes ago yes i I had 31 years i counted it out i had 31 years working in my father's practice wow i was right started at a very very young age I would be right there with you, maybe add a little bit to it. And and we have done it all. We had, you know, a central fabrication laboratory where we made functional rigid foot orthotics, carbon, and also um, polypropylene. We did some pediatric orthotic work, custom molded shoes from a cast of a foot. We did shoe buildups. Unbelievable. Richie braces and Arizona braces. braces. We dealt with a lot of diabetic wound care, healing sandals. Um, we also made um, orthotics uh, for amputees. You know, they're missing partial foot, the entire forefoot. Guillotine um, amputation. Yeah, we did a lot. We did a lot of that, plus assisting uh, with patient care and assisting surgically and. It was definitely an incredible foundation for James and myself, and it's kind of like any uh, when you're working in that clinical setting, you're a team, 
uh, on top of it, it was family and, you know, we're not, not in that setting and we're at our new building out here and it's, God, I, I, I'm sensing every year, you know, just being out of that, it's the, I don't know, you have to be in the medical field. It can be a bit of a distraction and it's a blur because it's going so fast. Yeah. That we're in this building and we're working on this and I can go in and kind of talk and reflect with James and I mean I'm really proud of what we've done I we've helped a lot of people we really have well like I said earlier you know our dad just retired in November and he's 81 now he loved it he's very very passionate about it good for you guys okay next question I'm getting ready to head out on my first elk hunt and have no idea what boot should or shouldn't buy, how can you help me? Well, this is what I would say, and I don't know about James because we've got different offices, but I feel this question quite frequently. And the first thing that I believe a person needs to do is to stay off of hunting forums. You're going to get the worst advice you can possibly imagine. You're going to end up buying the wrong boot, and it's going to bite you. If you do go to a hunting forum, you need to go to a reputable source that has independent reviews on there that explain and break down some foot types for you. Now, there are some, there, there's forums, they have their place. Let's go ahead and say that. There, there's good forums out there. There's a lot of information. I would say you take that information, listen to it, look at it, and then look towards a professional, somebody that's been doing a lot of it, and pick their brains about it. That's what I would do. Well, part of the reason that you want to go through that is somebody that's willing to take the time and pick up the phone and talk with you because you may be going on your first elk hunt and your first elk hunt might be parking at a trailhead and walking a mile by yourself to go on an elk hunt. Then you've got a guy that's going on an elk hunt that's fully guided. I mean, so... Yeah, and, and you might have potential where you've got um, different terrains where you've got someone that's hunting in very steep technical terrain in Colorado and then you've got a guy that's going on his first elk hunt in Arizona where it's... You know, he's covering lots of miles, but it's not technically, it's not technical terrain and steep terrain, and he's not carrying heavy loads. So I think, I think you have to weigh in what type of elk hunt are you going on? Is it an unsupported, you know, backpack hunt for 10 days? Or is it you're coming back to camp every single day? It's in the Gila in New Mexico, and, and you know, you've got a lodge or a camp, and, you know, you've, it's a seven-day hunt, and you're, you know, covering eight to 10 miles, but relatively flat compared to, you know, technical Colorado terrain. Um, I mean, I think there's... I think you guys offer a boot for both of those situations where you have super technical um, terrain and then you have more of just a lot of walking in more gradual terrain. And, and one other thing, the foundation, how does this go on their elk hunt with two or three buddies if they're all chiming in and buying this boot? He doesn't even know that he has a foot problem. He doesn't know that the bunion or the back edge of his heel that has that bump is a recipe for disaster because no one's ever tested. See, that's the thing, and that—that's the thing. 
whether you look at a forum and go through all the suggestions and opinions on there, those are people's opinions, or even talking amongst your buddies. I can remember years ago, I talked to a guy that said, his buddy told him that he needed to get into uh, a Loa Tibet boot, because that was the boot to get. That was the boot to get. That solved his issue. And then when I started going through talking to this individual, I don't remember exactly what it was, but clearly that boot was not going to be the right type of boot for this guy. It wasn't going to work. And we put him in what we thought was going to be it, and it worked out really well. Point that Stephen was made, posterior side of the heel, back of the heel, you get little hydrons deformities, they're bone spurs. There isn't, there isn't a boot that works for every foot, and knowing which one's going to be the best is very, very important. So, you know, you know, everybody's got an opinion. We know what it is. You take it for what it's worth. That's right. It's true. I, I can't disagree with any of that. I think the approach is great. Next question here. I've got the best bow, best optic, best rifle, best camo, but haven't been able to get a boot wide enough. Beyond frustrated. How can you guys help? Well, that is probably one of the biggest problems that we encounter is these gentlemen, I've heard it over and over, I can buy all this stuff, I can't get anything to fit. I've had guys say the instep's not long enough in the pants, I've got to wear gators. I mean, imagine this. And, but they can afford to go on a sheep hunt or do whatever. And they're trying to buy this footwear. James and I set out on a quest. We actually did. Was it, it's been two years. And then last December, we, we really launched it. And it is our, ours and Mountain Hunter super wide. And with the help of some dear friends, we were able to create a platform that will accommodate these 40 widths and can even be relasted and molded to accommodate even, mass, even wider, massively deformed foot, but they look really nice and they perform like any of our technical mountain hunting boots. So you can have the best mountain hunting gear even with a big wide foot and you can still get into some really stable foot gear that will tackle that environment. And it's been a blessing for a lot of these guys. I mean, if you've got a forefoot that's wide and boxy, you look down at it, your big toe and your pinky toe are about the same length. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but I'm just trying to get somebody to visualize it. We have a boot that can work for that. And then when you partner that foundation boot with a custom boot system, man, it's it's a home run. It really is. So do, do you feel that the other, let's say the competition, other boots, they don't offer the wide size like you guys do to be able to exactly nail um, the, the exact yep. width, whereas yeah. you guys can you guys can measure everything and get the exact width perfect. Yeah, so so let me explain to you what what you're you're normally looking at with a lot of uh, more of a production style boot. 
um, they will offer a standard width and they'll offer a narrow width and they'll offer a wide. Well, that's just kind of stops at a 2E width. That's men's wide. It didn't work for a lot of these guys with a really wide foot. So it requires a different shape to the, to the front of the boot. And a lot of these companies are prone to simply doing nothing more than excessively widening the upper and doing nothing to the sole. You're starting to lose this rigidity in the upper. What James and I are able to do is identify this foot type and specifically line them up with the last that the boot is. So if you're a, a, a medium width shoe or a wide width or, or a 4E, that would be our starting point. And then we're able to go in and warm and mold that to the front of the foot. And, and that, is an, that is one of the um, things that we do and it's included when we go through a custom boots and fitting process. So yeah, we're, we're able to dial this in. Uh, if you're going to do it, if you're going to be a professional boot fitter, you better have the right tools. And having that 40 width shoe is a tool for us. Again, we've said before, we've private labeled boots. We've been the sole importer of boots. We've, we've played with a lot of them. These are our certified brands. Feather in our hat. And I'm telling you right now, I have never put my hands on a boot that's made that wide that has that stability that the boot does. So guys with a wide foot are in business now. Okay, next question. How will the high country synergy footbed benefit mountain hunters and will it work with my boots? Yeah, that, uh, that that's high country synergy footbed is a product that the factory insole can be removed, placed, it absorbs impact, it reduces the rebound, the foot rebound back into that lower extremity, uh, your feet, your ankle, your knees. It, but it also, when your foot shifts or shears, it offloads the ball of the foot, so it's reducing the, the hot spots. But like I, we spoke earlier in this podcast, it works with all foot gear, but be sure that that foot gear isn't the midsole isn't completely flattened out. And a good test for that is, guys, just slip your hand in that shoe and feel that feels concave. Um, here's another. Here's, here's another thing that, to consider, just as far as the evaluation we just was talking about evaluation of the boot. Take the boot, put it on a countertop. Look at the heel of it. Mm -hmm. Squat down and look at the heel. You can tell real easy, just like you can in a day-to-day -day type of shoe, whether or not that boot's ran over and whether or not it needs to be replaced so that the footbeds that you're using are going to get the best. That's for you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a that's a golden nugget to you listeners out there. Now, in other now, words, if you lay it flat and the heel is off the ground, is that what you mean? Or off, so, off of the flat surface? If you set it like it's you're standing in a boot, yep where you're looking directly at the back of the heel if you look at it and that that foundation is twisted to the right or to the left mm. it's balance yeah gotcha. and then you're you're just putting a band-aid on it that's it's out of balance it's not square gotcha okay uh question here can i get a rundown on the custom boot system process and what are the current lead times 
I think that's the lead time portion of that is is very important too. So make sure you hit on that on on you know with guys you know hunts next month and hunts you know kicking off in August September October. So so the rundown on a custom boot system process is it's pretty simple. You either get a hold of us. We'll either take your information, sell you a mapping kit. This is a tool that we use to do part of our evaluation. Okay, it shows and displays peak pressure. It shows by tracing your foot the overall length, width. It shows some deformities that we can recognize with the skill die. Along with that, there's four photos which consists of the front of the foot, the back of the heel, the medium lateral side of the foot. That needs to be emailed, or if you want to, got a color printer at home, print it off, you can sit, stick it back in the box, put the return label on it that, that we provide for you, send it back to us. The process of custom boot systems starts right then and there. Once it comes through the door, staff in the back develops or puts a chart together for them. So just like you walk into most offices, there's a chart for the history, it's so you can look at what you're doing, so on and so forth. We take that chart and do our evaluation process. We look at the foot, measure everything out, come up with solutions within our mind that we feel like are suitable at that time. Again, we haven't talked to anybody yet. We're going off of what the feet tell us at that point in time. I like to put together options because I feel like people need options. And in a custom package, we use not only our boots, but we use other brands as well from time to time when it's necessary, okay? So the reality is, is we're developing a system for that individual. So once we have our options listed out, then Roberta, Sometimes, Stephen, I, I, sometimes I'll do my own scheduling. We'll get a hold of the person and set up the time to do our consult. Usually 30 to 40 minutes is what is required. We really want to talk about things. We want to discuss what they're feeling, what their experiences are. Again, that's important because we're selecting size, we're selecting width, we're selecting the right style of boot. We've talked a little bit about heel-to-ball measurements, that sort of thing earlier on. Those things have to be addressed to make sure that the boot fits and functions the right way. Then we talk about the orthotic. Uh, you know, height, weight, pack weight a person carries determines how to make that custom Synergy orthotic that goes inside of that boot. We want to get the best benefit out of all that. If there's any modifications to that boot, relasting of it through the heel counter or forefoot, wherever it might be, we do that to the best of our ability and we get the package sent off to a person. We're not done yet. When they receive their boots, it's very important to go through the final steps. And there's a piece of paper with instructions on there that talks about taking some photos of their feet on top of a stock insole. That stock insole fit perfectly inside of that boot. Most people don't have an x-ray device to sit there and see where their foot is positioned inside of the boot. So if they place their foot outside on that insole with a penny on the front of it, we're able to look at that and see 
where the foot is in relationship to those key areas that we're striving to be in. That is a custom boot system. If for some reason something needs to be tweaked or adjusted, we're pretty good about you know, seeing those red flags. Um, we then do our post console. Post console is going through the fit. How does it feel? Um, you know, listening to real-time response from that customer walking around with that boot. Talk about lacing. We talk about care for the boots. We talk about the big no-no of not heating the boot up too much and getting it hot. That happens from time to time when people melt their boots, collapse their toe boxes. So we really go through this entire process as carefully as we possibly can to ensure that they have a good successful hunt because at the end of the day we want to make sure that their feet are the last thing that that is the problem that makes sense bleed time you asked about that yep we talked about that currently now steven just held his fingers up three weeks yes you're sometimes within three weeks but you want to know something, when it's time to go and get stuff done, we do come in here on Saturdays and get things taken care of. And the closer we get to these hunts, we're here more and more and more trying to get these things processed stay to ahead. get out the door. So it's no, better to ahead. stay ahead than be, you know, three or four weeks. We're able to plan ahead on some of this stuff to get out some of the really, really tough ones. But, but I also have to think with experience, you guys know that it's common practice that people put things off. And so you guys probably have your schedule set up knowing that, you know, starting about right now, you're going to start getting flooded with a, with a lot of calls and information. So, so kind of ready for that, right? It's starting. Right They're already now. coming in. Yeah. Yeah. And Morgan does a really good job back there. The rest of the staff does they too. Do. They can they can sit there and have this, you know, foresight to realize you know they need to make an additional pour to uh, get those sharks out. And yeah, and, 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 and keep us keep us keep keep a steady steady flow of um, you know additional products that we need to have in house available and ready. I mean. A lot of these systems, people like sock systems added to that. They like an expertise and understanding on that. They want to talk about the products. And then James brought up the post consultation. One thing we didn't touch on is explaining to someone how they're supposed to wear this new pair of boots. If we confirm that all the sizing is correct, what is the wear in process? How many hours a day? How many days? You know, this is really familiarizing somebody with the process and the product they have in their hand and it's certifying that the chart is accurate because if the chart is accurate then it's a double thumbs up you want to come back and get a new set of boots from Stephen and James pull the chart guess what there is a reduced cost because all the work has been done on the front end so if you need new orthotics for a training shoe you've got a different pair of boots that you'd like us to fit it to it happens all the time jay they get they learn more about their feet they learn more about the process they understand the importance it makes sense they just needed someone that could break it down for them and explain it to them in more of a layman's terms <clears throat> 
you guys um would you outline the different boots that you guys have uh, you don't have to go into full detail but just tell the tell the listeners the the different boots that you have you know the encompass mountain hunter elite and then the right. super wide yeah so we'll start out with the very first one that we developed was called the mountain hunter elite it's more of our technical boot more alpine uh, but i have people that use that across the board we have our mountain hunter which is an unlegged boot it has the same platform same midsole outsole it's an all other version jay that's what you have and then we have the mountain hunter wide fit it is a variation of the mountain hunter but it is the wide fit platform so it will accommodate up to a 2e 3 width foot with some lines, little, little more depth a little more room primarily around the fourth and fifth toe. And then we have the uh, Mountain Hunter Warm in both of the uh, two of Yeah, the Mountain Hunter Warm is a 200 gram Prima Loft. It's funny we talk about it. We're not big advocates or fans of high heavy insulation. We feel that it takes up volume inside the boot and necessarily screwing the fit up. I mean, you're building this to perform like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, put a bunch of filler inside that and you do you know you take there is a place off. for insulation oh, but we offer a 200 primal off so you know then uh we have that boot as james mentioned it's offered in a 2e width and our standard width. then we offer the encompass which is a um all other boot new bed leather has the lighter PU rand on the heel and, and the PU rubber is a thinner so it lightens the boot up a little bit and on the toe cap and you've got that boot uh, it's offered in an uninsulated and it does have a little bit more flex but not super super flexible it's it's kind of that right on the edge and people get along real well and we actually did a lot of testing on it before we brought that out and then last but not least is our super wide and that's offered in a standard um uh, no insulation and then it's offered in that same uh booty type with the uh 200 of the prima loft we find that that's really works for guys and the super wide is just in the mountain hunter is that correct mountain hunter super wide yes that's correct okay um are the boots waterproof and what's your warranty yeah, the boots, all of our boots have an event membrane. All of our footwear, the booties are assembled. Uh, they go through rigorous testing. Every booty is leak tested. Every booty is leak tested during production. Every 25th boot is pulled off and tank tested for four hours. So really strict about that. It keeps everyone on point, ensures that our guys are getting boots that should hold up if they do um, what they're supposed to do, caring for them. And then as, as far as a warranty, we offer a one-year warranty. It's just like everybody else. But, but I will say this to you. There are, there are some strange situations that can take place. And what I feel like James and I are, are able to do is to sit down with people and really identify why something happened. Because when we see something happen based on the checkoff list and the build package and and all the documentation that has to be done, it's, it is a red flag for us and it requires a call. And we, don't, we don't delay this for the customer, but there are scenarios where we can, in some instances, not very often that we do prorate uh, the warranty because 
accidents do happen. Got a question here. Is there a place to try these boots on? Are you guys going to any shows or where can I see them? Well, we are a direct-to-consumer brand. We do not have a dealer network, which is why we're able to do what we are currently doing uh, with this ultra-high-end production and components. Uh, but I would say for somebody that wanted to try them, unfortunately, we do, we do hit some shows. We're, we're looking at two different shows this year. We attended the uh, Kuyu Mountain Academy, so we, we bumped into some people out there. Primarily, that was mapping feet. But, but yeah, the best thing is to follow us on Instagram or and check in because they'll see when we're starting to announce some of the shows that we're going to go into um, for the winter season. Guys, um, Jay's Custom Fit 50 right now, uh, the Anybody can use that code and save $50 on a mapping kit. Um, can they also use that and go ahead and, and on the mapping kit and then go ahead and, um, you know, buy a custom boot system? They can save the 50 bucks, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jay's Custom Fit 50, that's for the month of June. I know a bunch of people have taken advantage of that uh, promo code, and I appreciate uh, you guys um, you know, offering that to the J. Scott Outdoors listeners uh, and Instagram followers. Um, got one more question here. Do you have a guide and outfitter program? We do. We do. And James works hand in hand with our, our director of that. Um, his name's Chris Will. Uh, he's an avid hunter. If a person is interested in looking into that, it's pretty simple to do. All they have to do is go to go to the homepage on our website and scroll all the way down to the bottom. There's a, a, a login button there as well as the program questionnaire. They create an account there, jump on there. That gets sent to uh, Chris's inbox. I actually get it too. Uh, he and I work together getting a hold of that individual, going through, kind of see what they're interested, what they're wanting to do. We get them taken care of, get them all set up, and then they're able to jump on that uh, uh, access page and see the uh, discounts and, and what they have. And we, 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 it was kind of tricky setting it up, but we've got a... Uh, it's starting, the more that we're doing it, the easier it's being. It's, it's there's a portal that they can go into, and it's different than a lot of these where they, they just go to the website and everything is there. We've, we've done it in a really unique way. I feel that's more, it's catering more to the guy now that is their spot to log into. Um, the one thing that I would say when you're on a mobile device and you go to the website, and you scroll to the bottom, you won't see it until you hit information. The word information, you hit the, the plus symbol next to it, and then it drops down and it has guide now for the program. Yeah, that's that. true. But, but, on, but on a desktop, you just, it's right there. But on a mobile device, you hit information, and as soon as those come in, we, I mean, we're real good about getting right back to these guys, so. Speaking of that, if people are interested in a 3D mapping kit, custom Synergy footbed, or a custom boot fit, what is the best way for them to reach out to you, um, both email and by phone? What are those avenues? 
the email is boots at lathropandsons.com um, all spelled out uh, and or you know call in the shop here at 618-544-8782 an extension James or Stephen yeah the, and, and to sh just to shortcut it there's nothing nothing wrong with email. I would have never believed this today but we'll talk about a lot of people aren't even emailing hardly what they want do is they want to hop on the call so they will actually message us through social media and say hey i'm interested in that 3d mapping kit and our team will say boom give us your phone number bam steven or james and i get that and um so you know that's that's another alternative what uh, about what about you guys do such a good job with your instagram page lathrop and sons boots do you also take um direct messages on instagram and can they message you through there and and get the process going on a uh you know a mapping kit or a, a synergy yeah. footbed or custom boots we do it all the time help people with boots anything that we do over the phone we can do through that and uh, our staff's really good and they'll put us it really is like a shortcut. I mean, they just, you know, hey, here you, here you go, guys. This per I told this person that you would call him tomorrow morning when you get into the office and one of us pick up the phone and call. Or as James said, they can just call the shop here and they hit. I, I like to talk to somebody. Right. <laughs> That's it. I, hang on. I'm not insinuating that you don't want to talk to someone. I'm insinuating how do they get in contact with this. Yeah, well. but. But your point, James, is you're old school. You like to talk to people on the phone rather than texting back and forth. You would rather yeah. just pick up the phone and let's talk. And yeah, seen them. I did that just the other day. I was sitting at home uh, in between. My son had some things he had going on, and uh, I'm just sitting there. And I, a guy had sent me an email. I just picked up the phone, called him while I was sitting on the couch. We sat and talked for 45 minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, guys, I really appreciate you coming on. We have more questions here, but we'll save it for another podcast. Um, thank you for um, answering these questions. Um, I know that the listeners will get value out of it. Uh, to everyone out there listening, um, I highly recommend these guys. They are, they are the experts. They are the boot pros. Um, they've done a phenomenal job with my boots and I'm really happy. My feet are happy with where we're at right now. And I just thank you guys for coming on and uh, sharing with us. Um, Want to give you a chance. If you have any last minute comments, guys, each one of you, um, go ahead and, and do those now. And I um, appreciate, appreciate everything you guys do. I would say if there's one thing about my brother and I, uh, we really do want to help you. If anybody... Uh, has a has any kind of a question there really isn't a stupid stupid question out there uh, we're pretty easy going and you know would love the opportunity to help you figure out whatever you got going on so you know just give us a call and I, and I appreciate you giving us an opportunity to hop on this podcast and and you know put the spotlight on us uh, it, it's it's nice and and I really am thankful for all the listeners out there on, you know, your podcast or Instagram, social media that reach out to us. Um, it's quite a deal for a couple guys in southeastern Illinois that do our best every year to try to get out and do some mountain hunting or elk hunting. 
and you know bow hunting and to be able to pursue you know a lifelong dream and a passion and it's it's because of the listeners it's because of you it's because of all these people that we get a chance to hunt it's very fulfilling i thank you for that awesome guys well thanks for coming on and thanks for sharing and keep up the great work and god bless and we'll see you down the road okay thanks very much jim all right take care you too